Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Hey, She Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Brunzlick. And if you hear background noise at all during this intro, it is because I'm recording at 10 o'clock during the summer, and there are four children pitter pattering around upstairs, bouncing balls, getting dogs uh, all excited. Uh, it's, it's pure chaos. It is pure chaos. Why? Well, because I said that it's a no TV day. <laughs> We're a week and a half into summer and like, I don't know, you guys, I'm sure are much better parents than I am, but, uh, we like have all these intentions of like, we set the schedule of like, all right, you'll be allowed to watch TV from eight to nine while you eat breakfast and get ready for the day. And then you'll brush your teeth and then you'll do chores. And I don't know, it just kind of all went to hell in a handbasket and already a week and a half in they're just like little, I think yesterday they might've consumed like eight hours of just media just straight up rope. They went from like Roblox to Minecraft to watching YouTube videos. And I'm like, holy cow. Okay. No, this is not how the summer's going to go. So I'm like tomorrow, no TV. You're going to play. And what are they doing right now? They're playing. And so now I can't be mean to them because you know, you know, would shut them up, sit down and watch TV. <laughs> Um, okay, so today's episode, I'm really excited about this episode because I like the timing of it coming off of a few weeks ago, we had Dr. Rachel Whaley on and she's talking about box on the wall, really cool episode, really cool way to a million dollars, right? Well, this week we have a completely different version of, I, I don't know how much Renata makes. I mean, she's got 30 employees. So I'm, I'm thinking, you know, we'll, we'll just say she's got a million dollar plus clinic. Um, and it wasn't my intention to interview two women with completely different practice styles who have huge success. Um, but it just kind of turned out that way. And that's insane. And I love it, which actually prompts me to give a shout out to Christy Wicks podcast um that is going through like i was on it a few weeks ago or a few months ago now holy moly and then she's interviewed elise and a couple other million dollar female chiropractors kirby will drop a link into my episode into the show notes but um so just kind of a similar cool thing um that i didn't plan so stay tuned before that though we are going to officially give a shout out to our newest Patreons from this week. Um, 
So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, go back, go back and listen, people. It's great. It's fun. Um, but we have started a new thing with She Slays and it's really exciting and it's kind of a vulnerable place for me to be because like I have to actually ask you for something and then sit in the feels of rejection, ugh, which I hate. So it's just easier to not ask anybody to do anything for me and just keep doing something for free and not have to feel rejection. But here I am. We started a Patreon. Um, more details will just be coming and you can send me a DM, DM, but basically there's three different ways that you can support the show now. Um, so I'm going to list off some of our newest Patreons because they deserve a shout out. So Heather Steckling, Kelsey, Bu who the heck knows how to pronounce this last name? Biola? B-J-O-L-A. Like Boyla? Yola. Oh God, I hope it's YOLO. It's not, but, um, we got Heather Burhands, Mackenzie Hoy, Estella with no last name. I like it. It's like Beyonce, um, Michelle Harbison, Bailey Makita, Meg Southern, Rachel Nemi, Michelle Darden, Erica Bolin, Elise Rigney, and Hannah Davis are all, uh, official Patreons in the last week. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, what you will see is that over the next few months, our highest level Patreon, um, which is the full on she slayers, they get access to me giving them a shout out if they're looking to sell their practice or looking for an associate. So coming in the future, you might get like me saying like, Hey, Dr. Elise in Fort Collins is looking for an associate. This is her clinic. Yada, yada. So good things coming, uh, more good things coming June 28th. Now, if you're listening to this after June 28th, fast forward a minute. You don't need to listen. This is the past for you. Um, but if it's before June 28th, I am giving a webinar at one o'clock Central Standard Time, but there will be, it will be recorded and sent out talking about how you can easily get more kids being seen in your practice. We're not talking about reels. We're not talking about Facebook marketing. We're talking about how you can easily, with three simple phrases memorized, approach all of your patients that are currently coming to your practice and get them to start thinking about either getting their kids in or kids like grandkids or things they know. In addition to that, during that webinar, we are going to, I'm going to give you the lingo, the language on how to respond when inevitably you hear one of the three most common objections. Oh, my kid doesn't have any problems. Great. Where do you go from there? Like I know, and I'm going to teach you. Um, so there's a couple other main objections. Oh, would they have to get a scan and do three times a week? That's another big objection. What do you say to that? Philosophically, you're kind of like, well, I don't know if their scan is crap, probably, but what do you say? And so we're going to be going through some of the biggest objections that parents or, you know, whoever, grandparents, whoever you're talking to will say about getting kids under care and just easy, streamline it, simplify it. It does not need to be overcomplicated. Um, and that's what we're going to be going over in that training. How do you get access to the training? Well, gee golly, we're just going to come full circle here. You become one of my Patreon supporters. So click the link in show notes, or you can go to patreon.com and search for She Slays the Day podcast. Heads up, if you are somebody who already has the Patreon app downloaded on your phone, not the easiest way to find a new 
um, creator to support. So I do recommend going to the web link first and then looking at the three different pricing tiers we have. One is as cheap as less than a dollar a week. Um, and then one goes up to $24.99. With that, you pretty much get an hour-long group coaching call with me every month and an additional training and ad advertising opportunities. Okay, Renata Anderson, Dr. Renata. She's my guest today, and she's a Northwestern graduate, so she got all the joyous philosophy or lack thereof, get out into the world and figure it out yourself, bitches, uh, that I got Gotta love your alma mater, right? You like legally have to. Like I, I had to get that tattoo on my butt, right? You guys don't make me feel bad here. Um, just kidding. So she has 30 employees. I ran into her. We talk about this a little bit, just like ran into each other because she's from Onalaska, which is very close to my hometown. We've both been on like the Chiropractic Society of Wisconsin, which is one of our state associations. And so we just kind of know of each other. She's a powerful female. And, you know, I am attracted to powerful females like a, a wasp to the flame. Is that why would a wasp go to a flame? That can't be right. A fly to a flame? Flies don't go to flames. A fly to a light? That, I've never heard that before. There's something that goes towards a flame and shiny things. And I am like that to powerful women. I just want to learn everything from them. So I was like, I need to have you on the podcast. And here she is. So we're going to pray. And then you are going to learn a ton and love it. Breathe. If you are highly caffeinated like me, let your heart rate calm down. Dear God, thank you so much for continuing to bring cool-ass people into my life um, so they can come on. Thank you for people who are willing to share their time and come on and have just questions thrown at them and being willing to be vulnerable and share their journey and show up uh, for other chiropractors and go, listen, this is a way. There's so many different ways. Help us continue to break the the idea that there's only one way, there's only one version of success in practice um, so that so many people can find their version of happy in this profession because it is an amazing profession that can help so many people and the burnout rates, especially among women, is astronomical. So I, can, I will continue to have on women and men and men, we're letting them on, um, to just share just share how they got to where they are, what their version of happy and success is. And thank you for this platform and getting the hearts of other everybody listening. So they go to patreon.com and help support it. Shameless plug in a prayer. Are you allowed to do that? Uh, God knows I'm kidding. Okay. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. She slayers without further ado, here is my interview with Dr. Renata Anderson. Sweet. All right. Well, welcome. Welcome. Here you are. Here we are. Here I am. Thank you. So we ran into each other last October at the yes. CSW. And I said, I need to have you on the podcast. And what month? It's it's May. It's May. So you're I doing just, well. That's that's just fine. Ronna, how, how do we know each other? Um, we worked on, I think, way back when the CSW, like um, when Cairo Kids Day was kind of getting kicking. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're just one of those people who I've just known forever. But, like, you're a Wisconsin Cairo. So, like, I feel like I, 
you know, you just keep closer tabs on the people that. Yeah. You like you go to the state associations and see each other. For sure. For sure. Well, and CSW like started a little smaller. So, mm-hmm. you know, those of us that have been around since the beginning kind of, you know, know each other a little bit more, I think. Right. So, so yeah. So I think while we ran into each other is when my daughter was pouring chocolate milk over her cornflakes. Yes. Was that in a room full of chiropractors where I was like, Oh my gosh, it was bad enough that I allowed her to drink milk. Um, I don't like her drinking milk, not from like, no. she just literally gets boogers. Like she's that kid that yeah. she drinks milk and gets boogers. Um, and so then it, then she like, Pouring chocolate milk. I'm like, this is great. This is great. I am officially at shit show status. That's all right. You know, we all do what we can to just get through the day sometimes. <laughs> it just it is what it is. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So while we were, I don't remember how it came up. Like I do this when I meet people in real life, where we got like into real life right away. And you shared that you have this like monstrous clinic and massive amount of employees. And that's where I was like, holy shit, we got to have you on the podcast. So that's why you're here today to talk. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We've grown a lot. You know, we kind of started out. um, So my husband and I um, are the ones that um, he's a Cairo too. um, So that really helps. Um, He and just, to start this out, he is the business brain. Like he, I feel like I'm being a phony coming and talking to you just because okay, I don't do hold up. you. So okay, so <laughs> before we started recording, you said you were in Enneagram nine. So anything yeah. loving and supporting about your spouse or employees, I can't trust. Um, what is your <laughs> husband's Enneagram? You know what? He has not done it, but I can tell you it is whatever is the opposite of a nine. That is him. So thinking the, the crowd is probably mumbling that likely a three or an eight. Yes. Now here's the deal. I have a theory that, and here's why anytime that I talk to someone who's a three and they're describing their partner, they're always like loving and supportive. And I'm like, are they a nine? Um, and then anytime I talk to a nine and they make these comments about, I'm like, are they a three? And I don't know if this is just like my, mm-hmm. so I'm a three and Kirby's a nine. But like threes and nines are tethered together. Yep. They make a beautiful relationship. It totally works. But he does, he didn't want to take it. Like he, okay, so here's the question. Does he refuse to take the test? He's just not into that stuff. I think he would do it if I was like, please, 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 please take it. You know, that kind of thing, but you know, maybe begrudgingly, but I want him to like, want to do it, but you just that alone, we've done so many of these, you know, we've done the disc and the, you know, whatever Myers Briggs or whatever, like all of those, like love languages. He did those. We did those way back when, so we were part of allied health. Um, and so Dr. Scott Bouch, Mm -hmm. um, always was into those. And I was actually his intern. That's where I started. So, um, I would always be doing these and then I'd bring them home and be like, you got to do these. And so he would do them and what's funny is that when it comes up, like, I don't remember which one it is, but like some of his characteristics and he'll fall back on that and be like, well, that's my, you know, go to, this is what I, this is what I value most. So because I'm a, this, and so, so he's, he's really good about like, 
going with that. He knows who he is, what he's doing. And he is, he is the business brain mm. by far. I would be like homeless if it didn't happen. <laughs> Okay. So we're giving credit that Renata did not build this on her own, but okay. So let's rewind. When did you graduate? Where did you graduate from? Uh, we graduated in 99 from Northwestern. So that's where Um, you guys met. We did. We did. We met, got married, graduated. Um, we did our, um, you know, like preceptor stuff with allied health, uh, in Wausau. So we ended up there. Um, different clinics, separate clinics, um, because we've never worked together, never in the same clinic. We've always had separate clinics. No, never. We've never. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it works. And that's why it works. Okay. (laughs) Um, no. And because we are totally opposite, you know, like, um, I'm, I'm pediatric diplomate. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a Reiki master. I like, do I'm a little more woo woo than him much, much more. Um, he is just the brains of the operation and has always been like, you know, straight up chiropractic, straightforward kind of stuff. So we're on opposite ends of the spectrum in that way, but it totally works. Like we knew right from the beginning that to not work together. And here we are 22 years later. So but like, you guys, do you have separate LLCs or it's no. all under, yeah. So it's all under one. One. Yes. I'm, and when I say work together, what I mean by that is never practiced together. So yes, we function under one company, one, okay. one LLC. Yep. Okay. So we are going to fast forward okay. from pretty much, you know, graduating, going and doing your uh, whatever with allied, whatever it's called, um, to now. So current day you have how many clinics and how many employees? We have four clinics, um, in South, um, Western Minnesota or Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Oh my God. Where'd I get that from? Um, Southwest Wisconsin. Um, we have just had a new doctor start this week. Um, but other than that, we have 12 of us. That includes John and myself. Twelve doctors. Twelve doctors. 12 doctors. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, with um, uh, how many massage therapists? Total, it's about thirty. Uh, so with like sixteen CTs, something like that, like five massage therapists, um, throughout four clinics. Um, we have we have in in range of doctor experience too. Our most experienced doctors, 31 years in practice. Okay. Um, and our least is obviously this week, but between, I only have three doctors that have less than 17 years of experience. And that includes my brand new one this week. Yeah. So we have a hundred and I think it was, I counted like 195 years of doctor experience. Wow. So yeah. you're definitely, Oh my God. Okay. Okay. My brain is like, <laughs> trying to ask seven questions at the same time and they're all really good um but then my ADHD is like we should ask what her coffee order is um okay so what can you kind of walk me through just like very quickly of like okay we started with two clinics yep. me and one my husband and one and two CAs yep. then like yep. can you walk me just through a, a loose timeline totally. of how you added these people in Absolutely. So uh, 2015, Allied Health was kind of falling apart 
Um, we each had a clinic uh, nearby towns um, and we decided at that point I was, no, I had an associate. Um, I believe we had, I don't know, two staff or something really low like that. My husband had a, had an associate. They had a really busy practice, have a really busy practice. Um, I mean, two, three staff somewhere in there, 2015, we bought them both, um, became chiropractic place. So we had two clinics and then the two of us and two associate doctors, uh, 2016, um, a friend in a nearby city who was also allied health as allied health was kind of falling apart. Um, she came to us and said, I don't want to run the business. I want to stay here. I want to work for you guys. And we're like, okay. So we bought her. We were like, cool you know, brought her over, did the EHR, did the whole thing. Um, so there's three of us. Then we had, and this is how they Kyle all have kind of gone. We had um, another doctor in town who had, he and himself had two clinics. Um, and he's like, I am done with the business part. Like they're super, I have to say this about all my doctors. They are amazing clinicians, like the most amazing docs you will ever find anywhere. Um, and so they came to us, he came to us and said, you know, Hey, want to buy me? Cause I don't want to deal with the business anymore. And my husband was like, okay, let's do that. So we added those guys. I added, uh, that one of those docs to my office. Um, we opened another location, uh, in lacrosse, um, added staff, the blah, 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 all of that. Then I had another doc who is our uh, most experienced doctor. She came to us after, you know, 28 years in practice and said, I'm kind of done doing this too. So she and another associate came on, worked with us. Um, we added them to our lacrosse clinic. Um, and then we just started adding, um, I added another associate to my office. Um, and now just this week, we added one more doc to actually add another one to another office and another one to my husband's office and, you know, kind of just snowballed from there. But almost all of our docs came to us and said, Hey, I'm done like doing the business part of things. I'm super good at what I do. Got a busy practice, but I just, it's burning me out. And so, okay, okay. we're going to go down this rabbit hole. Um, so because finding docs is a problem, super difficult. Yes. So one of the questions I wanted to ask you right away when you said you have, there's like 12 of you is how are you attracting associates? Because so many doctors are like, I need an associate a year ago and I can't Completely. find someone. Yeah. Um, it sounds like most of your doctors, so they came to you. Yeah. But I'm ready to, yeah. are you like, how are you putting that vibe out there? Are you oh. like, are you just really connected? Like, with other doctors in town, like, if well, you had to guess how you attracted that in, how? Well, my guess, okay, so with all the ones that came to us and said, hey, you know, can you help us out and run the business? We want to be part of your, what you got going on. Um, can you do the business part of it so we can just do what we're good at? Um, there's that aspect of it. So I think the business for itself, and again, I'm going to have to give credit to my husband on that one because he is the business guy. And so, like, I think people just knew, I mean, we've known all these doctors. I mean, nobody's, nobody was strangers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they were in town, they were local part of the CSW. They were, you know, we've known them all. We gra- I graduated with mm-hmm. John and I graduated with one of them, one of the associates that came on. I mean, so it, it all in the inner circle of 
just knowing us by their practice. Correct. Yeah. Bought their practice and then put them on payroll. Correct. Yep. Now, as you're like doing this, how did, but there's only four clinics and you and your husband started one. And so there's two, so there's still a whole bunch of other chiropractors Yeah. that, so did you like pick them and like, we're not going to keep your practice. We're going to put you in this clinic. Um, so the only place that really happened, well, our two latest, um, our two biggest, um, acquisitions, um, one, (laughs) honestly, she was located less than a half a block through the alley from our current practice and they were ready to kind of move out of their space. It just wasn't working and whatever. And so we're like, move a half a block over. We had plenty of space. We have a huge office in our one location and like just space wise. Um, and we're like, just come over. Like it makes no sense to keep open to, you know, the right. overhead and like yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so we just absorbed her and just, they just brought, came over. And the other one, um, when we, that other office, we did close one office in town because it's the same town that I am in. And we just brought that doctor over. So okay. it was okay. just a matter of yep. moving locations a lot of times. So the control freak in me Mm-hmm. goes like okay so there, my brain goes oh my gosh that would be so nice to just have a doc that's got like 15 years 25 years of experience and they're like ah I just don't want to do this anymore will you and Kirby do this for me but then I hope none of them are listening um then I'm like ugh, but I don't really like the way your practice is run like well ugh. like I like the systems and procedures Oh, how did like, so you're like, okay, so now you work for me and here's how we do things. How did, uh-huh. how did you manage well, Kind of, yes, kind of, yes. Um, and I have to say, I have, we have, John and I have a, an amazing, 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 amazing um, head chicken, we call her. Um, she's actually our director of operations. And she, <laughs> to be honest. A second to go, because I was, I heard head, like you said head chicken, but I thought headless chicken. And I'm like, <laughs> What is she's she? that sometimes too. Yeah. Okay. You have um, a head, but chicken, which I think yep. made up that phrase. Well, it's a thing. It's, it's a um, thing. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. So she, Nicole, she is, um, we, she is technically our director of operations. Um, and she keeps all of us like going. She is amazing. She is, was my CT, um, way, way before, um, she was my office manager she went off and had twins on my fortieth birthday, nonetheless. Um, so she left us for a little bit, and then she came back and said, "Hey, you got anything for me? Can I come How back?" How long work? was she gone? <sighs> Here's what I'm asking. I just maybe lost a my year. Chicken. I lost my oh, head chicken no. to a stay-at-home mom, and she I'm was. like, I don't think she's gonna stay gone. Yeah. So I'm just like, all right. And then when she come yeah. back, year they come oh. back. They okay. come back. They know where it's good. They come back. Um, I, you know, I don't even know, maybe a year, something like that. Um, she tried another job and like that kind of thing. And then she came back and said, can I come back? Um, and so we're like, yes, you can, but now you have a huge role because by then we had added and did all that kind of stuff. So she is my, our rock solid, like amazing, amazing person. If John and I die, she will carry on our legacy of just running the whole place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sorry, I lost the question. What was I talking about? How you melded systems oh, and procedures. Yeah. 
Yes. So I'm we had, remembered. again, uh, good job. Yay. Us. Um, well, we had such great processes and procedures from Allied Health. Um, and so we just took those and took the good of those and sort of added new things. And we tried to make things everything easier. Um, so we added, like we use Cairo Health USA for all of our cash kind of operations just to and keep are these other clinics all already using that? No. So, you know, we had a lot of um, training yep. to do. Um, obviously on our EHR system, they had our, um, we do things right. Like mm-hmm. I take pride in that, for the most part in the chiropractic world, we seem to be a lot of very independent souls all over the place and kind of feel like, you know, when you're one person, you can kind of do whatever you want. Um, but as we get bigger and bigger, we really, really, really try to follow everything, dot every I, cross every T, everything. Yes. You guys take insurance? Yes. 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 We so do. you like the bigger yes. clinic that you are, the bigger target. Totally. 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 So, you know, well, it's we rely on, like, oh, you could do that if you're only collecting $5,000 a year from that company. Right. Absolutely. Try collecting $100,000 from that uh, that company. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're going to be like, you know what? We just want to make sure that you don't owe us any back of our money. Exactly. Exactly. So we, we do try to do, you know, everything as, as mm-hmm. up to up to where we need to as we can. Um, so we work hard at that. Um, we do, we outsource billing too, because we feel like nobody like knows how to do it well, unless you do it all the time. So we outsource that we outsource, um, obviously our accounting, we outsource, we outsource the things that where people are good at it. And we just try to concentrate on what we're good at. Um, so we do all of those things and yes, bringing over those doctors, let's just say, when you bring in independent doctors who have been practicing on their own for a long period of time, maybe they're not up uh, on the latest uh, processes and procedures. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there was a lot of learning to do. Mm -hmm. Um, We did, we didn't bring them in and said, we, we brought them in like, I mean, these people had 20 years of experience, some of them, you know, plus. And so we're like, I don't want you to come in. I'm not going to tell you how to adjust patients. I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to change you and what makes you good at what you're doing. What I am going to make you change is I am going to make you be legal. I'm going to make you document. I'm going to make you follow the rules. Mm -hmm. Um, And even how we schedule, how we, you know, our day one, day two report of findings, stuff, our education processes. We tried to streamline those. Um, so all of those remain you like the same and consistent. Yep. yep. Try to train our staff all the same. We actually interchange staff a lot. Um, so staff, obviously every clinic has its own, you know, natural flair to it, you know, its own style, but when you walk in, all the paperwork's the same, all the HR is the same, the processes should be the same, the, you know, all of that kind of stuff. The scheduling is all the same, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and they, they, we cross over quite a bit because we have, you know, if somebody's gone here, we can move one staff to here to there, you know, that kind of thing. And so, all patients. So do patients see a very specific doctor? Like Typically, our- typically um, they will, they have their doctor. Cause keep in mind, we did, we brought these people in and they had a practice, right. you know, so so they brought over patients. Um, they have gotten in some offices like mine, for example, I am, I practice part-time now. Um, and so mine 
you're always going to have your contingency of your people who only want to see you. Right. I mean, that's just how it is. However, um, I have tried to train and to get people used to seeing my other docs. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's gone well, it takes, it's a process, but it, I only hire fabulous people. So everybody is amazing. And so it, it, it works. I pissed off a patient like three weeks ago by accident. Okay. First of all, she caught me on a really bad day. It might have had chicken. Um, it was her last day and I was very sad about it. And, um, so I had this patient. So there's one thing when you have like your OGs, that are like, I really just want you. And you're like, I know it's fine. We're, we're cool. But then you've got like the newer people who are kind of curmudgeon You don't even necessarily love them, but mm-hmm. they have their time. They're like, I only want to see you because mm-hmm. like, they see like, you're the CEO. So you must be the best. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm actually I'm like, whatever. Um, and so she like, in the middle of patient flow and adjusting, she had already let the staff know that she had this preference. I'm like, oh, whatever, fine. But then she wanted to let me know. And I'm like, yeah. That that's okay. Yep. The front desk told me this, but just so you know, and again, I wasn't, I could have been better. Um, and I go, just so you know, you picked the CEO to be your only chiropractor and Mm -hmm. I take a lot of vacation and I have a lot of admin time. So as long as you're okay, like we may have to call you because we pre-book out a lot. I'm like, we may have to call you and be like, Lauren's going on vacation next week and reschedule a little more last minute than we would like to like, that's fine. As long as you're willing to be flexible and we may have to move you. And apparently she didn't like that answer. And I lost her as a patient. Well, then she didn't, she didn't jive with you then, you know, I mean, I feel like when you've been in practice this long, you, I feel like we've really tailored your practices to those that fit with your vibe and those that don't, and when they don't fit with your energy, they find somewhere else to go. They find, you know, it is, it is what it is because with love, absolutely. And that's why I actually love to tell people I have 11 other doctors. If something's not working for you, I will, I promise I will find someone that jives with your energy. Mm -hmm. I promise I will work hard to find someone that absolutely works for you because they're probably not working for me either at that point. So Okay. So care plans, do you guys, so you mentioned something about day two. I know you do insurance. So things get a little sticky with like, yes. like do you guys all do the same? Like just the idea that 12 doctors doing the same recommendations of care. No, like, no. Well, we have, we've gone through a lot of education to um, get some of those that might not have been on the same chiropractic page, um, kind of get them up to snuff a little bit better, you know, um, and realizing that people need care. You know, a lot of people, a lot of chiropractors have a real like lack mentality, right? So whether that's money, whether that's, you know, how much care they need, whatever it is. Um, and so we've tried, worked hard at trying to get them over that just by education, just, and, and by then being in a clinic with another doctor who might be doing something better or might be doing something more effectively or whatever, you know, they do learn from each other as well then at that point. So we've worked hard at that. We don't say like, you know, we say, Hey, people need care. And so we do have a like minimum expectation of you. If you're seeing a new patient once every two weeks, all of a sudden we're going to be like, okay, are you providing the best care? Because that doesn't fit our philosophy of wellness 
lifestyle right. and, and to get to that. Cause our goal is to keep every single patient for the rest of their life mm-hmm. because it's the right thing to do for them. Yeah. And, and I'm sure they know it or not those conversations were figured out. Like some of those conversations were just had in the beginning of like, do we want to buy you? Yeah, you know, like, oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. Can you drive yep. this? We had lots of conversations like that. And like I said, we we've known all these people for years. So these not nobody was everybody that we've acquired is nobody new. I mean, nobody that we had never met before, have no idea about them, you know, anything. These have all been experienced doctors, amazing, amazing doctors. So okay. Um, so well, I mean, weren't you concerned that like if they're already one step out? Like how long are they going to be practicing for? Like, well, um, we have that conversation yeah, ahead of time, you know, I mean, and, and I'm not saying like, you know, some of these are, I mean, we acquired the ones that we acquired, we acquired the, the biggest one. Um, those two are only 15 years out. So, I mean, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, the male breadwinners of their families and they're, you know, they're in it. You know, I mean, they're not not on a different way that they get paid. Like, obviously, I'm not asking numbers or anything like that. Nope. They're all. Well, uh, it's all percentage compensation, you know, so um, so we have we kind of took it as like you're going to have your own little practice inside our practice. Okay, so it's just like if you were on your own. You you know, it's kind of eat what you kill. Right. So like if you should, you should make a percentage off of what, if I, I have some doctors that don't want to see more and mm-hmm. aren't, um, you know, don't see yeah. as many a week as the next person. Um, and I have doctors that make a lot of money and see a lot of patients and do a lot of services, take so much care of their patients and they make a lot of money, um, because they're paid on a percentage, just like kind of how they were when they were on their own. Because right. you got to pay your overhead and you got to pay, you know, everything else and you get a percentage of that. It's kind of the same thing. So, cause we could pay for everything. I mean, I provide everything for them, staff. Yeah, continuing ed, you do like. I, yep. Yep. We, they get a continuing ed stipend. They get malpractice and I mean, the health bennies and like, mm-hmm. I mean, um, um, what's that called? Um, investment packages. And I mean, we, we do all of that. We take away all the stress. That was our goal is take away the stress. Yes. Yes. And allow them to be, to do what they're good at, which is taking care of patients. So it seems like you and your husband just kept saying yes to good opportunities when they were presented. Did you, so I actually think I have no idea how I brought this up to you when we met in October, but I feel like part of the reason that we got on this conversation was me saying that we were onboarding two docs and we're looking at another clinic. And I was starting to get freaked out by the number of employees. And I knew that I could tell I was freaked out. I, and I wasn't really sure what I was truly afraid of. Actually, yes, I do. It's afraid of like the more people, the bigger you are, the more people you have to rely on. And you no longer can be like, it's fine. I'll just do it all. All this, I'll just, it's fine. Um, and so that's what I'm freaked out about. But anyways, uh, did you have, did you guys have a moment where you were like, let's just like 
count our chickens for that's also not a phrase um like where's my head chicken uh no, like you have these years where you're like you know what it's just i can't take on more or were you just like yes 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 we'll just keep rolling with this well so this, here's where like my husband and i being opposites are such a good thing and having um our um nicole as our other person we are three very different personality types um and so she more like him and I'm kind of the other end of things. And, um, he's always, always, always looking for, um, the next opportunity, you know, he's the business guy, like, and it, mm-hmm. like I said, he is a chiropractor at heart, but he now, um, is not practicing because he had to, it was too much. Like he couldn't practice and run all of us and keep us all employed. Okay. Um, so something had to give. And yeah. so he, is not practicing now. Um, so he just runs all of us, um, which is a completely full-time job. And so he's constantly looking for, um, what can we do better? What can we, where can we go? What can we do? What, what, what is, what can be, what's the next thing? Um, so he's always looking for that kind of thing. There have been instances where, um, things have come up and he's like, so can we add this? Can we do this? And I'm like, um, I'm like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. Like this one doesn't feel right to me. So like, let's just like nine step back and like, just relax for a minute and see what comes of it. And then inevitably something would happen. And I'd be like, thank God we didn't do that. Like, okay, this is why we didn't do this. Um, And in other instances it's worked. So yes, we do. It's funny. Like now I get, I, we get calls from doctors. I just have had two in the last several months that want local doctors that want to meet with us and just be like, Hey, what do you think about, you know, this opportunity, you know, that kind of thing. So at this point, we don't go looking for anything. I like have put out to the universe, like, you know, whatever is in our, for our best and highest good, like let's let that come to us kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that that's kind of been how we just rolled now. And it's, I I don't want to say like, but there have been opportunities that we were just like, nah, that's not going to jive. Yeah. Um, Okay. So let's talk about the org chart here, because this is, I feel like one of the hardest parts that I, or one of the hardest things I run into when I talk to like a big clinic is in their org chart where they're like, well, it, cause it's one clinic and it's like, well, mm, no, I need, I need four of those people because I need two in each of the clinics or whatever. So can you, is there a simple way? So I know you have you, your husband and Nicole, mm-hmm. Do you have, and you three, are you involved in all of the clinics or do you? I, yes, well, yes, we all are. I mean, I'm the, um, you know, as a nine, I'm kind of, I'm the peacemaker. So I am like HR. I am. Okay. Yes. So I, um, Nicole does a lot of the hiring. We both do. We both are in on that. I unfortunately do the firing when that unfortunately has to happen. Surprisingly, I'm getting better at that. And I am a person who hates confrontation and conflict. You put the nine in charge of firing. Although we had to fire someone this year and I totally made my husband do it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it it's, it's not easy. It's never easy to do that, but it usually is 
works out beneficial on both sides. So you got to think about it like that. So um, who's like head doc, like who's running the doctor trainings? Oh boy, we all kind of do because uh, my husband comes up with the plan. For example, um, not next week, the week after we're bringing in um, Tim, Tim Young to our area. So OKC, you know, that mm-hmm. whole thing. So we, John's been talking with him forever. Um, and actually our new docs go through his program now. We've done everything. We've done, we've done <laughs> lots of doctor education programs, um, all, all the biggies that you've all heard of. We've done those. Um, and even as young doctors, we've done a lot of those, the, the oldies, you know, the, mm-hmm. and so now, um, they learn by being with us. So like a lot of my new ones are with, so like the newbies, I like to say, because like I said, most of these people have been out in practice for a long time. So the newest ones that we've brought on is an associate at my office. And she's been with me a year and a half and she is amazing. Um, but I like to say she was with me. She followed me, did everything. I did learned everything from me personally for like a year before she could practice. Cause it was COVID and she couldn't get a license and she couldn't get credentialed. And she can, I mean, it was like a nightmare for her. Um, so she learned from me. Um, and our newest one will also be, is also learning from our most experienced doctor. She's with her and also with us at my office. So, so I do like the doctor training. Yeah. I like the hands-on, like follow me around, do what I'm doing. Just listen to what I'm saying. Just, you know, the little things that I say to my patients every day, you know, that's, that's what's kept people with me for 22 years. So just listen to that. Like, I'm a big believer in go with somebody that knows what they're doing and learn from them. Like don't get your ego out of the way and just like absorb it, you know, right. learn. Um, okay. So we have you so, and your husband, Nicole. Yes. We outsource billing. So we have a billing person, but like, yeah, they're uh, not even included in the 30. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. No. Um, yeah. That's a whole separate entity. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so then like, is there anybody else included in like that, like if we were going to be giving out C's here, CEO, CFO, mm-hmm. CEO, yep. just the um, three of us. Okay. Just the three of us. Yep. And then, then we have, yeah, yeah. It, each clinic has kind of like a, um, whether it's, we don't love to call them like the, the office manager. Cause right. I think that's like the title, like, because they're, yeah, they're truly not. I mean, they're truly not just simply because we all manage them. So, um, it's a little different than an individual clinic. Um, but we do have, you know, the lead, you know, front desk person, you know, the, the kind of the, the lead person and some of our clinics run very lean on staff. So it's funny. Cause at my office, I have three doctors, and like I said, I'm part-time. My other two are not. Um, so we're open five days a week and I run with two staff and they are the most amazing staff in the entire world. Now, if um, one of them is sick or they have yeah. a sick kid, can you pull from yeah. another or you're just like, I do. Oh, okay. believe me, I do. And yeah. also, as well, Nicole is a full CT of, and she is mm. our first one. And mm-hmm. we also have one other floater that is available. Okay. Um and so we absolutely, yep. We, then we shift and pull and, you know, somebody's kid has a play at two o'clock so they can't be in and, you know, whatever, you know, so we, we do shift around quite a bit. And like I said, there's the benefit of them all being trained the same, um, and running the same systems. We With do this question who is literally running all the time off. Like, so who gets the text 
saying like, I'm so sorry. I woke up with the flu. I won't be in today. Uh, Nicole, usually um, if it's a doc, a lot of times they'll contact me. Um, So the, but they'll contact Nicole too. It's funny. So she, yeah, she, it's her, it's her. She runs the day-to-day she runs. um, We have a system for the time card thing. So they turn in all their vacation requests and all that into a site. Um, we have a, a communication, we use Slack um, for a communication tool amongst all of our clinics. So we are constantly talking back. I get a thousand messages a day um, back and forth between, even between billing company and that it's totally HIPAA and like that yep. whole thing. So we share tons of information on there every day because our offices do schedule once in a while for each other. Like if one of our docs is going to be gone and you know, they get need to schedule in another at another office, they'll get in schedule for that office too. So there's a lot of communication that has to go back and forth on that, but all of our staff are trained on all of those things. So, um, anybody could sit down the front desk and run the front desk. Yep. Um, all of our people are clean, clear and laid out. Yep. And all of our people are CT certified as well. So they can at least go put somebody on STEM. They could do an ultrasound. They could take a note for a patient. They can, you know, take their vitals, whatever they need to do. We do have a CRT at every office as well. And we all run digital x-ray as well. So then we can overlap in that way too. Okay. So, okay. So each clinic kind of has their not manager. We didn't come up with a good name for him, but yeah. Lead yeah. person. And that person report to Nicole and then Nicole. Okay. Because my next question is then like how many meetings are happening? So obviously Slack is like going like crazy for communication, but then how many meetings happen within like, like how often do the doctors get together? And then how often do you and Nicole get together? And then how often does Nicole like, tell me about all the, like those. Okay. Well, maybe that might be a little more disorganized. Um, actually, John and Nicole and I, um, obviously, because we're in the same household here, um, there is often times where she's on the phone and we're the three of us are allowing. Yes. Um, we do try to set aside periodically, sit down, let's sit for hours and usually ends up with dinner and drinks and too much of that afterwards. But we start with good intentions of right. we got a cashing we out. Yeah. We have a team, we have a, like written out what we're going to talk about, what we're going to do. Um, we actually do. We've gone to Parker every year too, the three of us, um, except for this past year. Um, and that has been a really good opportunity for us to, we literally sit every night and like go through, like, what are we doing? What's our plan? What's, you know, that kind of stuff. So on a daily, I bet on the daily, the three of us probably communicate at least and unless I'm in the clinic all day. Um, we communicate quite often. Um, the clinics, we have encouraged like mini meetings, you know, where they do like the, the huddles, you know, yeah. pre-shift morning, afternoon, um, like my office where we're so small. I mean, literally there's three docs on and two staff. I mean, we're often just standing around at the front, right before, right before lunch, you know, before we start up for the afternoon and we're all like, Hey, so-and-so is coming in. They've got this, you know, whatever. So we kind of do, um, informal, uh, one of our offices that does have three doctors now four um, as of this week, 
uh, and much more staff. They've got a lot more going on. They have more massage therapists as well. They have scheduled meetings and Nicole runs those. Um, so they do scheduled um, timelines for meeting. Um, and we've tried to get them to do huddles. Um, they've had a different situation because they've got some people not in right away it, it kind of their timelines are a little bit fudged on theirs. So we do try to try to get them to meet as all of our clinics as, as much as we can. Does everybody ever come together? That's really hard. Um, we have, yes, we've done that. Um, we have to carve, carve out, you know, because then you're closing a clinic because we're open. Somebody's open five days a week at all times. Um, we don't work weekends. Um, and we do try to be done by noon on Fridays, mm -hmm. um, just for staff sake, they've put in their hours in that amount of time. Um, we have done it. Um, all of us, we've done zoom meetings with all of us. Um, we actually will have an all staff meetings via zoom because then everybody can zoom in from their clinics and we don't have to go anywhere, whatever. Um, we How have done do those happen probably a couple times a year. Um, again, I leave Nicole kind of in charge of that. I'm usually involved, but she schedules all of that and gets all that done. Um, and our docs too. So like I said, we have Tim Young coming next week and we are going to, all of us will be there. All of our docs will be there. Plus we've invited everybody around us. So we want it to be a cool chiropractic event. So yeah. So once you go through like training, how do you, who's like checking in on quality control to like make sure that like six months from now, nine months from now, this clinic is functioning the way they were trained to handle yep. this? Yep. Um, all, well, like I said, we each have our own part in that. So like my husband will look at the stats. So he's the numbers guy. So he get, we, we get everything. I'm changing my mind, by the way. I don't, I still, I don't know. He could be a three. He could be a five. He could be an eight. I don't oh. know. He's I know he blows my mind too. Believe me. Mm -hmm. Um, but he, he gets all of that and kind of watches those stats uh, from our billing company. So we can kind of see in that way, you know, what's happening to patients, that kind of thing. Um, Nicole is there like anyone new she's there much more often than it. She kind of makes that her home base when she needs to um, make sure people are doing what they need to do because she can go anywhere and do anything. Um, and I do, I'm there usually too. Um, especially if it's a doc, I try and really hold their hand. I am the um, documentation person as well. So I'm in charge of, I look at their notes. I look at their documentation. I look to make sure it's matching billing protocols. I make sure diagnosis codes are matching billing stuff. I, I do all of that stuff as well. Okay. So it's a team effort. Believe me, one person could not do it. it, right. it so don't think like you could, because this is like any one of us could not do this. Absolutely. So without a lot of like hoorah, rah, like monthly meetings or, you know, whatever, um, how do you keep everybody on the same like vision mission? Like, how do you keep everyone on fire? Because like, how do you keep it from turning into just a job? How do you motivate them? Oh, you know, it, it, that comes down to like, what's everybody's love language, right? Like, cause what motivates one doctor does not motivate the next. Right. And so I've done, that's kind of the me thing. Okay. So again, I'm the sort of the HR 
kind of person. And, but I like getting to know my docs and what makes them tick and what makes them feel appreciated and what keeps them going. And so I try to do that, whether it's um, visit them and bring everybody coffee one day and say, how are you doing? What's going on? I'm really proud of you guys. You're doing a great job. You know, thank you for doing what you do. The next person might just want a text. Actually, um, some, one of our docs is very close with um, my husband because he was her, she was his associate for years and years. And so a lot of that stuff, um, that's her love language too, is, is getting appreciation from, from even from him. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I try to learn what everybody, what makes them tick and try to help them in that way, you know? thank them and let them know we appreciate it. And if they have any questions, any problems, any concerns, but again, they're, these are experienced doctors. Mm -hmm. They've been motivated and self-motivated for years. And guess what? Their paycheck depends on it. Mm -hmm. So if they're not, if they're struggling, we've gone through that if they're struggling, but we help them as much as we can. We do, you know, come up with solutions. We come up with how can, what can we do? But for the most part, I have to say we're so lucky that these people are just, they've done what they've done for a long time and we're here to help them if they need to, you know, if they need it. Do you feel like um, if you, you know, over the next 10 years onboarded, like straight student, like not students, but like new graduates, like, have you, cause I'm assuming you get like interns and like, you know, things like that. Like, do you feel like you would have to change? This is kind of like a generational question of like, cause yeah, oh, that makes sense when you're oh. like, they were motivated. They get it. I know. Paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. Work. Right. Work. Paycheck. But like, yeah. I feel, so I've had, I don't know. I've hired five docs now. Um, all, all new one was in practice for like a year disliked it um but like all of them very very new and that idea of like work money mm-hmm. done work like mm-hmm. they need like and um they seem to be much more needy and that, i mean and i you said it not me <laughs> <laughs> no and and but i and i'm just gonna go with it's the generational thing yeah it's a different Absolutely. um they want mentorship yes Yes. And I'm still feeling out. Um, so like I said, we have not that it's bad. It's no, just like, different. It'll I be different. See where like, okay, this is your model where you're like, we took docs who were just like, I just don't want to deal with marketing. I just don't want to deal with this. I want that. Like I can, I want to adjust and that's all I want to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, I could see where, you know, cause obviously all of us are going to phase out at some point. Right. I mean, like I said, my most experienced doctor's 31 years. I mean, she's, you know, at some point going to, you know, move on. I don't know when that is. We're given an opportunity to do whatever she wants. Like we're just, you know, we're totally open to the conversation of whatever. Um, however, um, I did bring on a new doc like I said, just this week, um, that at some point we'll at least be able to help out with, um, her patient load, you know, just, it just is what it is. Um, and I'm still figuring that out. Like I said, I've only hired, I mean, the one that I've had with me for a year and a half, um, I feel like 
I have kind of a warped sense on her just because she was with me so long, like works so closely with me. Um, and she is a different breed than current um, society, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and so she is an older soul of, of not needing so much. Yeah. Um, so, and I, again, I think I manifested her to a T. So thank you universe. I'm going to take credit on her. No, I, I literally wrote down her to a T the, at least a year before she showed up. So, yep. So I, I did that. That was me. Good job. Um, yeah, thanks. Um, and this, uh, and our new one, um, she, um, she came to us from uh, a friend in town who she did her preceptorship with. Um, and so we, she's a brand new grad just this last month. And, um, so I know she had really excellent mentorship with the clinic that she was at because those guys do it right as well. Um, and so I'm still feeling that out. Like I said, I I'm going to be new to this game too, of like taking on newbies. So, but it, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm a little nervous about that, but it'll be what more else? work probably on my part, which is, you know, that's my part, my job a yep, little that's, bit. That's you know? So what are some of the biggest mistakes that you guys have made in this process of getting to this massive growth? Um, Oh, mistakes, mistakes. You know, you always look back and like, oh crap, we could have done that better. We should have done that differently. Um, I think it, most mistakes come, came down to communication, you know, and like really laying it out from the start, you know, cause we have had docs like interview with us and like they didn't take the job. And I'm like, uh, it's probably a good thing that, you know, we were, we learned from our mistakes of not maybe communicating hundred percent, um, maybe a little bit moving forward. If I would ever take on, um, another, you know, pretty established clinic really lay down. Um, you are going to do this. Like there's no, like this or that, like you practice kind of, you know, your style, you do that, but we have some hard and true, like these are our processes. These are our protocols. This is what you're going to do to work for us. So maybe that, that might be probably the biggest one right there is just making sure that they understand that, sorry, like you will do this the right way. Right. That's it. You are choosing <laughs> to become an employee Yes. And there's pros and cons. And like, yes. I could see me wanting to skirt away from like mm -hmm. the like, okay, but here is what I demand in yep. this process. Yep. I think that's probably the biggest one. I mean, just it, it's, that's, that's big. Again, that comes down to expectations that comes down to communication. Um, and it, it, it just gets all that out of the way when you lay it out there well, in the beginning. Yeah. So if you guys needed, like, if you had three clinics call you in the next two months and they kind of checked out of like, yeah, this works. And you had those conversations. Would you guys like buy three, like, you know, assuming everything you would just keep growing. Uh, like, I, I, I think so. We've been kind of in a holding pattern. Like I said, just added 
some docs um, in the last couple of years, just with everything in the world too. So we've just kind of just been in a holding pattern. Um, I, I could see us. Um, yes. Again, if the fit has to be right, the mm-hmm. situation has to be right. Um, I could, I, there is that possibility. Yes. Now adding three is, it depends on that would be a lot of work. Um, just because each one, each acquisition is, is a lot of work. Cause you have to change their HR system. They're building, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that has to happen when you bring it by a clinic over. You might need two head chickens then. Oh, she keeps wanting a mini me. And I, I bet. <laughs> we're trying, we have one a like, lot of your answers came down to like, Yep. Nicole. And I'm like, who girl, yes. I hope you, Nicole needs a raise. She does. She, she does everything. Oh, <laughs> She's amazing. Renata, and, thank you. This is awesome. Like, this is like, do you have any final, like best practices or like final notes on this? Oh, just keep your purpose, you know, love everybody. Like treat your staff, like family, treat your docs, like family, like, just know that everything that you do hopefully is towards a better something, you know, whatever it is, you can just put out in the universe that it, whatever you're doing is for somebody's best and highest good. Like even coming on here, I was like scared to death because this is not me. Why is I'm, everyone so scared? I, is this so not me? I don't do like, I'm, I'm pretty I want to say pretty private person. Like I don't like you could check my social media. I literally have nothing. I keep it open for business purposes and total like personal, like I want to look at happy puppies running around and like, you know, beautiful houses. And that's about all I want to look at on my Instagram. Um, but just, I, I, I hope that this will help someone and, you know, if any have any questions, I'm, we're always available too. like John talks constantly with other docs. Like he's, I thought he got two yesterday of doctors that were like, Hey, what do you, can I bounce this off of you? And so we're trying to help chiropractic is we become so like isolated and we're very independent individuals. And I feel like we all need support and like somebody knows how to do it better than you. Like no matter what you're doing, somebody is doing it better. So we may as well learn from each other. So that's always my hope is that we just keep reach out. Don't be afraid. I think most people like will be more than willing to help, especially if they've had any measure of success. I feel like there's a reason to it. Mm-hmm. And so don't be afraid to reach out and ask questions and, and get what you can. And I feel like your heart is probably why chiropractors felt comfortable, feel comfortable coming to you in the first place, because it is a vulnerable thing to come and say, like, I'm kind of burnt out in this aspect. You have to be willing for them to be like, no, I don't want to bite, you know, like, so what you're doing for your other chiropractors really just shows them what you're doing. Um, If people do want to reach out, where do you want to send them to since it's not Instagram? I might see it maybe. Right. I will. Um, it's funny you said that because I found you on Instagram and then I'm like, you know what? 
there's just something about this account that says I should ask her on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) And even then what's funny is I don't even have my notifications on for when I, for a messenger, you know, for a message. And like, I just happened to see it one day and I was like, Oh God, I hope this wasn't like a it month ago. You did perfect. You did perfect. I was like, Oh my God. Um, yeah. Um, I know just kidding. I reached out in October. I was very punctual and reached out immediately after. Totally. <laughs> it was like the day of practically. I am not a headless chicken. <laughs> I am a headless chicken looking for a head chicken. Yes. We all need them. We all need them. God bless you. Yes. God bless her. Absolutely. Okay, where are people going to? Uh, um, uh, they can. You can email me if you want. You can. I'm always up. Like, I mean, I'm up for people just calling me, honestly, or or texting me too. Would you want me to give that? I mean, I don't know what you want. How far you want me to go with that? But okay. maybe start with email. Yeah. Let's start that. Um, Doctor Renata Anderson at mychiropracticplace.com. Um, that's probably a good place to start. More than happy to hook up with them. Send me a, a Facebook message. Like message me there. You can try that. I'll see if I'll see it. Um, see, we'll see if yeah. the stars align for you that day. Exactly. If I'm meant to see it, I'll see it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Renata. This um, this I well I don't know about everyone else, but I can tell you that this has been. This has been helpful for me um, in just talking to you and seeing like the amount of structure, but also the amount of faith and, but then the falling back on structure, but then also giving freedom and just seeing that balance Mm -hmm. uh, that you've had to incorporate in. Um, So it is just kind of this like amount of control that's there, but not and. Yeah. So thank you. It's, it's helped me. Who cares about them? I've always said this, like, whatever, this podcast is about me. <laughs> That's what matters. <laughs> All right. She Slayers. Um, if Renata's message like resonated with you, go check out her clinic website. What is your clinic website? Mychiropracticplace.com. I was kind of thinking that's what it was um, or shoot her an email. She is so kind. She's a Wisconsin gal. So we're, we're kind. We're good. Uh, we're good people. So until next week, she slayers. Bye. Hey, she slayers. Are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast, and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait.